Hey, what's up? This is Community Service with Greg Conan. That's me. Hello! Today's guest is none other than JT Parr of Chad Goes Deep. He's my homie. I've known him for a very long time, and it's very awesome to see him get on Ellen and Howard Stern and sell cartoons. My cats are fighting. I don't know if you heard that. <laughs> and uh, he's blowing up. I'm not supposed to cuss, aren't I? Am I? Uh, you'd be better if you didn't. I Can we bleep that? Yeah. And for anybody that wonders why we bleep, it's because YouTube is some little... Uh, and they demonetize you if you cuss in the first two minutes. So that's why I've been bleeping words, because I'm trying to get paid that whole $100 a month. It's kind of funny that they censor you so much and the pay is so little. It's like, all right, you're going to censor me that much. You're going to pay me a little more money. <laughs> Anyways, that's why we've been bleeping. Everyone keeps commenting. Why the bleeping? Why the bleeping? Because YouTube is making me do it. And they'll probably bleep me for telling you that. <laughs> or ding me or demonetize me. Anyways, uh, back to JT Parr. Funny as hell. He's my guest. Chad goes deep. Check out his podcast. He's going to get some, I think he's got some TV shows coming. He's uh, a cartoon. I believe he sold a pilot. So that's freaking awesome. I said freaking YouTube. Freaking. <laughs> I love you all. Thank you. Peace. We were talking about, do you remember the open mic towel? Towel? Hang on. Are we rolling? Yeah. Oh, all right. Sorry. We're starting. Yeah. Let's do the open mic towel right on uh, um, on uh, Beverly, right? Yep. Are we good? The Tower of Comedy. Yeah, we're, we're good. We're going? Cool. Yeah, that's how we do it, man. Oh, right. everybody, this is JT Parr. What's up, guys? I'm supposed to say it that way, right? Yeah. No, you said it right. Yeah. The only way. The only way. <laughs> <laughs> what about Tao? Um, I forget what I was going to say. <laughs> this is the most broed out podcast in history. Dude, I was going to ask you, I think your voice sounds a little broier since you moved to uh, the beach. I for sure has. Yeah, I think I've been in Orange County, so I think I'm at peak peak bro right now. <laughs> what if we just said, dude, the whole podcast. Dude, dude I love dude, that. Dude. Dude, all right. Since I fucking love this guy. He's funny as shit. He's blowing up. Well-deserved. It made me so happy to saw that you sold that cartoon, man. Oh, thank you. Amongst man. other things, right? I can't even keep up. There's some other stuff, but we're not really allowed to talk nice. about. But yeah, sold, sold a pilot for the cartoon, so we still got to get it picked up. Okay. But regardless, phenomenal, man. I'm over here selling stickers. This guy's selling pilots, bro. <laughs> a lot of money in stickers, dude. I've been finding out what some Instagram <laughs> people make jacket. on stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's the I real, got it, Chris. And I don't think TV shows pay as well as people think. I think. No, it depends at what level you're at. I know people that sell TV shows and. Uh, I, 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 all like, I know a guy that did everything for a TV show and was like still broke. I'm like, how is that? <laughs> You're on TV, and I know people that like will sell treatments. I think they're called and make like 10 G's, but then own zero of it, and it can go to the shelf and never be picked up ever. And it could be made in, into the number one hit sitcom, and they still only get ten thousand dollars, even though it went on to make a hundred million dollars. It's crazy. It this is business nice. crazy until you have a name and and clout and pull in the business. They kind of just dick you over, man. It's true. So it's the, we the price of fame. Yeah. 
I don't know if you want to talk about this, but it's kind of funny. We were battling forever with followers. And oh, then you got on, this. dude, we were always like this. <laughs> and then you got like Ellen or something recently or Howard Stern maybe. And then you took off and now he's got <laughs> me by like 10,000. Like, oh, I'll come back. Yeah, we were, we were, we'll message each other when one guy passes yeah. the other guy. I find it very motivating. It is so fun. I do too. I was like, gotta catch up to JT, man. <laughs> well, I don't know if you want to talk about this, but then, um, you know, there was a lot of societal upheaval this summer oh yeah yeah, and yeah. you were commenting on it more directly than i was <laughs> and so i called you out on it he was like by the way the only reason you have more followers is because you won't take a stand on anything <laughs> and, and then, then he did and then you lost so many followers yeah and i beat him yeah you were talking racism you were talking shit to my my audience too who i love you were like you were like, yeah, um, if you if you post about this stuff, you'll lose 80% of your audience. <laughs> <laughs> and he did. Brave soul. He took a stance on the right side of history. Mm. Just no to... Uh, I didn't do much, but yeah, thanks. Just one black square. That's all he did. I didn't do he the did square. Standard. No, I didn't do the square. <laughs> Obligatory, guilt-free one post. Um, no, you did. You did. You're a great dude. And, and, and you yeah, know. you're too kind. I don't even understand what the argument is. It's just like, hey, guys, you know, uh, maybe no murder. And if you do, you got to go to jail because you murdered. And uh, people were like, no. Do you like do you like arguing with people when they come at you in the comments? Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I love it. It sometimes fires me up. so fun. Yeah. And it's quite healthy. It is healthy. I, I think it is but healthy. Some, but then sometimes, because I feel good about it, because I'm like, no, you're a piece of shit scumbag. You're fucking wrong. And I love screenshotting it and then putting it on my stories for people then to attack them. It's awesome. Uh, I like what, online, what, online. Yeah, online. And then I, I was at my mom's house when I was having a big row with a bunch of people in the comments and i was like coming into a room and i was like mom they don't want it they don't want it they yeah. can't keep up with <laughs> you it. get fired up yeah, bro was, you're just like yeah i was typing so fast and then i would see i would feast on this when they would type a bubble and then the bubble would go away i was like why are you hesitating yeah i was like send, send it. it send it bitch <laughs> <laughs> I was deep in my psycho. Yeah, stand for something. I was like, say it, like just I say did. it. Craig's beating me now, but stand for something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so fun. Wait, I wanted to say more about that, but I forgot. I, I often forget. Oh, sorry. I just, uh, I've said it so many times, but it's always so funny to me that the pe the people really going against racial injustice are always white as snow, and I'm like. I can like logically it's like you don't know right because you're not brown or black or a person of color you know and then I just like I don't know why they don't understand that like if you were born and raised on the beach I could see how you may never see the problems of the world because it's just fucking wealth here and everything's clean and nice but have you just gone down into the city things a little different you know what I mean? It's not the people. It's just the system in which they're uh, thrown into the fire, so to speak. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just go listen to some old Tupac interviews, all right, <laughs> motherfuckers? Those are great interviews. That's so good. Yeah. So good. Yeah, I just always find it very funny. I'm like, they're like, no, they, you know, and, the, and then I'm like, how would you know? How would you know? 
And uh, I got to get my buddy Mateen on here. I already quoted him, so I won't do it again. Mateen Was Stewart? That... Yeah, he's so funny. Great guy. He almost saw me get into a fight at a pickup basketball game. One time. <laughs> <laughs> I remember we were at uh, Pan Pacific Park, and I was like, at one point, I was like, Mateen, help me out here, like, in the argument. And he was like, just kind of put his hands up. Yeah, it's like, that's your shit, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, but we do open mics together once a month. Come on. No, man. I ain't trying to get in a brawl when I'm 36. Like, get the fuck out of it. That's probably what's his. He's like, I'm a teacher, dude. Oh, he's a teacher? Yeah. So many teacher stand-ups. Yeah. There's, uh, Dave gets off. Yeah. I, Rachel I was, Mack. Yeah. There's more. Hang Brad on. Sulnitzer used to be one. He was. Yeah, he was he like. Seems like he'd be an energetic, good teacher. He seems like a perfect teacher. Right? Yeah, like, I would be. Like, I could listen to him. Guy. <laughs> that guy just talked. I gotta get him on here too. He's so funny. One of the nicest guys to talk to yeah. ever. A true, a true social. Yeah, butterfly. he's a good dude. I did JFL with him. That's he's, crazy. To he JFL. saved me from just leaving my hotel. That I I told the story, but I just left, and he was. Uh, I was leaving my hotel for the day in Montreal. And he was had a suitcase and was going to the airport to fly back home. He goes, you staying an extra day? I was like, yeah. He's like, did you get a room? And they're like, all sold out. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, no. And I had to run back in my room and get my luggage out of there because I was ready to just leave for the day and just leave my stuff in my room. I forgot to check out. I forgot to get a hotel. I was homeless for the night. I just sat on a couch until my flight. Wait, so you just forgot that you needed to book a hotel room for that night and just figured they might extend your room stay? They, w Yeah, I just forgot. Like, I thought... That's I, pretty unbelievable. Yeah, I know. And he was <laughs> he just laughing because he just saw my face. Because I was just like, la, 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 la. He's like, where are you going? I was like, have fun, man. He's like, you got a room? Because they're sold out because of the festival. I was like, no. <laughs> He's like, oh, man. He's like... Because it was past checkout time, you know? And I was like, oh, fuck. And then I just uh, sat on the couch in the lobby of the hotel till 6 a.m. It was, it was, uh, it was not fun. <laughs> what was the best part of a JFL? Um, the, uh, Pete Holmes, and he hosted our show, and he was so kind and so cool to us. And really, uh helped us out with it because it was very nerve-wracking and uh and he said some kind words to me and i'll just i'll just never forget it right after my set what he said he said uh every one of your jokes can be an opener and uh i'm i just got done performing the big theater and uh and i'm about to cry and he looks at me and i look how i look and he's like do you understand what I'm saying? It's a compliment. Like, I mean, they're so good. Like, they, you could open up with any of them. And I was like, I understand, Pete. I'm just about to cry right now, and I'm trying <laughs> to hold it in. And I went behind the curtain and cried, and then he came up to me again. He's like, oh, you're so good, man. He's like, awesome. And then I ran into him later just at Griffith, and he was uh, just playing with his daughter at the park. And he's like, oh, you know, I'd work with him once. Just that one night, one show. Uh, and then he's like, oh, hey, the Trader Joe's guy, you know, and he didn't remember my name, but it didn't matter. I'm not mad. And I was like, he was just, it was just love. He's like, oh man. He's like, you were great. Did you get anything from it? I was like, no. He's like, yeah, that's how it goes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, what, uh, he was, a. Uh, and then just, uh, it was very cool. 
because I've never been treated like that. As you know, you come up in this industry, in this town, and you get just treated like fucking doo-doo. But they, when when you get uh, fresh yeah, new, never, new faces, new, new faces, fuck. Laugh Factory calls it fresh faces. They call it new faces. It's like, come on. Anyways, when you get new faces, you're uh, celebrated. You are the bell of the ball. Everybody celebrates you. And it's like a big deal. And I honestly didn't know how big of a deal it was until I got there. And I was like, oh, that's why everybody wants this so bad. I'd never done a festival. And the first one I ever did was the biggest one on earth. Comedy. Comedy-wise. And uh, that's the way I like it. Because, you know, it did help me out immensely. But at the end of the day, internet got me everything. The fucking internet, dog. It's powerful. The internet got me Bill Burr on my podcast. That's crazy. It's just create your own empire. It's what you guys did. Trying, yeah. Yeah. No, you're doing it. Wow. And it's just... It's it's fun. You can go straight to the people. Straight to the people. You don't need Hollywood anymore. There's this thing called the intranet. You plug (laughs) it in and you you fucking put that cord up that booty hole and you go, hey, I'm funny. (laughs) (laughs) What else did I want to say? Oh, I took a dip in the ocean. You were early. You were super early. I was checking out a place and at, oh, at the beach nice. as well. I'm thinking about moving. Yeah, I was a little depressed and low on energy. I text them. I think I said exactly that. <laughs> I was I'm like, doors open. I'm depressed <laughs> and low on energy. I'm going to go jump in the ocean. Guess what? Fucking. That's why my hair's wet. <laughs> I don't want to put my hat on because I get hat hair, you know? I hope I look good. You look great. <laughs> I got this flannel, dude. I've been celebratory spending. Got Bill Burr on my podcast, made a hundred dollars for the month off YouTube. <laughs> Spent three fifty. I'm doing good. On the jacket? No, this is an uh this was on sale, but it's still at eighty dollars. It's nice, bro. It's a nice jacket. It's fucking Dakota Grizzly and I got him that Pendleton. We did celebratory Pendletons. I already wore the Pendleton on my cousin's episode, so I had a Dude, this shit's nice, man. I like I'm a fucking sucker for flannels and I have to stop now. When did you uh, get your look down to what it is today? Because ever since I've known you, you've kind of worn the same thing. I've kind of always have dressed this way. But when I did shows like one time I had my hair pulled back. One time I wore a hoodie. And when I saw those photos, I didn't like it. I was like, oh, man, fuck this. <laughs> and then when I had my hair with no hat, I would always flip my hair out of my face. My hair would go in my mouth a lot. So I started wearing a hat. I always wore a hat, but I started to, it became like the uniform to keep hair out of my mouth purposes. And then uh, and then whenever I wore anything else, I felt like a fraud. Like I was like, I think I wore like Nikes one time. And I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> I'm not funny anymore. I need my vans. Like, I'm real weird like that. Superstitious and just get... And I always always wore the same shit. Like, I just have kind of always had a uniform throughout my life. And then then also, too, like, audiences... Forgive me, audiences. I love you. But you're a little little dumb. (laughs) Not, Not in the sense that you're actually dumb. In the sense... That you'll never remember my name. So you go, oh, long hair, backwards hat guy. It's either me or Amir K. That's it. There's nobody else. You know it's what I true. mean? It's true. Or it does, like, and they can place you right away. Yeah, they They're can like, place He's you. this kind of person. If you're just a normal white guy on a lineup with a bunch of normal white guys, good luck. <laughs> there was you know? a time when that was, a, you know, 15, 20 years ago, that was the look. 
He's like, just be a white guy. Yeah, yeah, not anymore. And then we came in and they were like, no more. Yeah. And we had to scramble. Yeah. I'm glad I'm a weird white guy. Me too. Yeah. 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 You stand out, though. I got some picadillos. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck's a picadillo? I think it's like an, the way I'm using it is like an idiosyncrasy about yourself. Sometimes when I don't know the definition of a word, I'll use another big word to define it to, <laughs> to get myself out of trouble. I just, I just made me hungry. I was like, that sounds like an hors d'oeuvre, bro. That does sound like some food. I'll take the picadillos, please. Mm -hmm. And for my entree, I'll have a... Uh, escargot. A little... <laughs> yeah, snail. I was going to say another issue, but yeah. Have you another had escargot? Issue? Have you had snails before? I have. It's fucking delicious. It's good. Just it's so like much garlic. butter and garlic. It's I think that's what it is. It's garlic butter. It's garlic butter. You could put a turd in garlic butter. That's a good turd. I think turd. so. It would probably taste good. <laughs> Sorry, that's where my mind goes. I'm a child. <laughs> um, yeah. And then also, like, uh, this what I said, Pete was like, oh, the Trader Joe's guy. I'm fine with that. I don't fucking care. As long as you remember me. It's worth... I way rather them not know my name. Be like, oh, the guy that has a bunch of jokes about Trader Joe's than... I'm sorry, do I know you? You know what I mean? That's fucking way more hurtful. You're like, oh. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, I never took offense to it. Obviously, as time goes on, I'm trying to rebrand myself. I just don't know what else to talk about besides drugs and sobriety and getting in trouble. It's tough. It's all I fucking know, all right? <laughs> like, I need to have a kid or something to get some new bits here. My best stories are from when I was getting fucked up. So yeah, it's, and then I used to live my life like where I was like I need more material. I was like I'll just go, I'll go snort to... Adderall this weekend <laughs> and just hit on nine million people and see what comes out of it and see how many times I get slapped. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you get your life in order. It tends to boring. <laughs> Maybe you need to have kids. I think that's the next thing. Then you just take on more responsibilities because that that I'm so scared forces. Of that. Let me get more Creativity. money first. I just spent $100 on a flannel. I'm like, ooh, oh. No, uh, life's good. Because you like poo, and then a baby produces poo. So. Yeah, but fucking cleaning it up is another story than bits about it. Right. I'm not that disgusting. I don't want to clean poo either. No. I don't like cleaning out the litter box of my two kitties. I saw your one cat in here, and I, I pretended like I had telekinetic burst that came out of my hand, and I pointed at its skull did he meow at you no yeah. i was so focused on you though oh. i have that effect on people <laughs> <laughs> mesmerizing <laughs> what that else fucking, i don't know i'm a terrible interviewer when did you start you started i remember meeting you at joe maurice's apartment i gotta have joe maurice back but i need to have questions that guy's a fucking caveman he just go die <laughs> Nah. I had him on. And he's like, yeah, he's not a spirited conversationalist. <laughs> no. How you doing? I'm good. He's funny too because he'll call you and do that. He'll yeah. call you and be like, "What's up?" I'm like, "I'm just chilling." He's like, "Right." <laughs> I'm like, "You called me, dude." He's so funny. He's so funny. I met you at his apartment, maybe your apartment over uh, right by Poinsettia Park, like all when we first started. That was my friend's apartment where we were having a Super Bowl party. I yeah. remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a good good Super Bowl. I think that was when the Patriots came back on the, the Falcons. Yeah, I don't remember none of that. I just remember these guys are getting fucked up, and I just want some pizza. <laughs> I used to see you a lot, and uh, it's funny. Just We've known each other for like eight years now or something like that. Yeah. Like we've, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. That was like seven or eight years ago. When did we become friends? Like two years or three years ago? No. Like friends. Are like I don't think I, I don't think one of us had given the other one a ride. 
yeah, until well, like, like three you, years ago. Oh yeah, maybe like three years ago. I don't know. Like when uh, when I th- I feel like it. I don't really know. Yeah, maybe three years ago, four maximum. But yeah, we've known. But that's the thing in the comic community. You know of people for years. And then it just takes one gig, one road trip, one something. You're like, oh, I fucking love that guy. Or you go, oh, you you stay over there, sir. I don't want to get to know you. You back away. Yeah, I'll see you tomorrow, neighbor. Yeah, I need to get a soundproof studio. <laughs> Well, the thing is, you shut the windows and there's no central air. That's why I said central air, because you're looking for a new place. Because then it's quiet air conditioner. And then you don't get uh, windows open noise and your neighbor. Is that going to be picked up? My neighbor yelled out there. Yeah, I think it'll come through. Great. I think that adds color to the yeah. pod. <laughs> yeah. They know uh, we still haven't made it, made it, you know. It's a charm. Yeah. <laughs> I think I was listening. I edit mine. So I always listen back to it and cut it out. Like the most recent one I had to cut out. I've been saying yeah and write a lot lately. People are complaining. So I went through and I cut out 80% of my yeahs and writes. You edit your own episodes? It's pretty brutal to listen to myself so much. You don't have a, a editor? I don't think I would trust somebody else to do it. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> I, well, I, do, I have no choice. I do a very crude version. You can see the cuts. It's not uh, like... Uh, I mean, forgive me, but you guys are making ad money. Why don't you just hire a good team? I like doing it. Oh, you do? Okay. I think so. Hey, I see, like the control. That would drive me insane. But if you enjoy doing it, you enjoy doing it. That I'm, I, I would, I would gouge my eyes out. I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> but I was no, no, no. I think we talk too fast on it, or I talk too fast on it. Rather, Chad's pretty mellow, but I, I've been talking too fast on it. And I like our earlier episodes because it was very slow. Yeah. Yeah, you got to digest the dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. Uh, but it, you, when you do listen to your podcast or edit it, you get better at it. It's like listening to your sets. You learn, oh, I forgot a sentence. <laughs> no wonder they didn't laugh. I biffed it. I biffed it. I see a lot of that. Yeah. Or I'll miss jokes. Someone will say a joke and I'm just... I don't know. Yeah. Spaced out. Yeah, you got to be in the moment, in the now. Power of now. Eckhart Tolle. I just bought one of his books, his, his new one. Yeah? Yeah. Because otherwise you're in your head and you're not present. Yeah, you got to be present. I love, I love presence. Who's the other big present guy? Deepak Chopra. Watts, Alan Watts. Alan Watts. I guess that they're all selling presents. <laughs> yeah. Who's the other we guy? We all want to be more present. Alan Ginsberg, the Beatniks. There's a few guys. Oh, on Ram Das. Ram Das. There's a few guys on YouTube's I just listen to all day. Terrence McKenna. I think Alan Watts is my favorite. He was a big boozer too, right? Wasn't he fucked up all the time? Oh, oh that's unfortunate. <laughs> I like that though when someone's got a philosophy, but no one, you know, no one's doing it perfect. Like I just read like Seneca, you know, that Stoic philosopher. He was like a counselor to Nero, who was this evil roman ruler who like murdered his own mother and was like just burning people alive and stuff but uh, but we got great philosophy from his teacher <laughs> but he wasn't like why did he kill his mom i mean i'm pretty sure i didn't go in, it was all comments on instagram so it wasn't the deepest recon but i was like oh this is interesting <laughs> um but i don't know why he killed his mom maybe she was being a major b 
<laughs> she won't let me rule the empire the way I want to. She's like, you need to clean your room. He's like, I'm the fucking emperor. I'm, I'm not cleaning emperor, my room. Mom. And she just pushed it too hard. Or she probably was, in all honesty, she was probably stepping in like, hey, you can't just like keep murdering people like that. And he was like, he's like, oh, yeah. Wrong thing to say to me. I am absolute power. And his teacher was like the master of Stoic philosophy, and he still went that sideways. Yeah, we're fucked up. There's two paths we can take. It's a fine line. Yeah, there's there's in the tree of life they talk about this. There's the path of, um, I forget. It's so exhausting, though. It's just like, you got to be good. Hey, have you seen, have you seen the dark side? Pretty good time over there. <laughs> it's true. It's very Listen to unfortunate. Duke Dumont song, Ocean Drive, when he talks about dancing with the devil. That'll get you fired up. Is it a good one? Yeah, it's a good song if it's like three in the morning and you're out. Is that that one banjo one, the devil's? No, the devil came down to Georgia. That's a good one. That's a good song, too. <laughs> That'll get you amped up. What's it called? Dumont? I got to look it up. Yeah, it's like, dance with the devil. I don't know that one. Did, did you have a song, though, when you were like in your in your hard living days? Oh, oh yeah. What well, was like your song when it was? So many of them. Kanye West, Hold My Liquor. That's a good one. Kanye, Hold My Liquor. I, I, mine was, if I was getting fucked up, I like Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath by Black Sabbath. And I loved uh, Fuck Em All by Tupac. Um, and there's so many, there's so many. I made this burnt CD with my buddy. I'm not proud of this, but it was our drunk driving CD. It was called like drunken shit cock mix. And we, <laughs> and it, it was, it was fucking banger after banger, bro. Metallica master of puppets. Uh, um, uh, I don't even remember. I need to find that CD because that shit. You like that hard stuff. Yeah. I just like, I like, uh, were you a mosh pit guy? I, I didn't go to that many shows, but yeah, I partaked in some mosh pitting. But it, I'm a tiny guy, and also it's very exhausting. Are you tiny? What are you, 5'11"? 5'11", but I'm like, I'm uh, at that time, I was probably like 150. You know, I get pushed around a lot. It was fun, though. Like, I am like the mosh pit like I am a human being. Like, I want a little violence, maybe a little little fat lip. But I don't want no Slayer mosh pit. I don't want to go down and have somebody stomp my head. <laughs> I would like to go down, but then the guy picks me up. Like, I don't mind a little... I like a little camaraderie yeah, in the violence, like, too. That's what I'm in it for. I'm in it to actually feel closer to you, not yeah, to actually... Not like, let's fucking we're not enemies. step on his throat. <laughs> like, nah. Like, there's a guy on the ground. Let's finish him. Yeah, that's, that's not fun to me. Protect the gander. Even in my most fucked up crazy state of mind i was like that's not cool like yeah fucking throw me down but pick me up sometimes when i was at my most fucked up i was also at my most gentle i'd get to such a point of inebriation where i was just like kind of totally detached and i'd just be like i just look look at (laughs) i never did that i never i never never went that direction yeah i think i'm gonna stay away from don't do it they're in big trouble too. It's like wow, there's waves going through my. Oh, why is it the Oxycontin family? They have to pay like eight billion dollars. Yeah, because they killed millions of people Rich by and giving Lucy Oxycontin. You're going down. Oh, by the way, children, here's heroin in a pill. Enjoy. That won't fuck up your world. We'll give some to your mama and your nana too. 
She just got her dentures worked Not off. my Nana. <laughs> you better not give up. You got a dead nana. tooth, Nana. Here's some synthetic heroin. <laughs> you know, Kathleen probably could have used a little bit of that at the end. Yeah, of course. That's what, that's what I'm looking forward to. Just, 89 to 92. Just breezing. <laughs> just fucking shooting up, bro. No, 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 no. But Are your grandparents take... still around? No, they're all dead, but they're cool. Mine are all dead now, too. It's a trip, huh? It's weird. That's crazy. It's coming for all of us. Yeah. No one can escape it. Apparently, if you're rich, you can escape taxes, though. So you were wrong, Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> you can't escape taxes. Dumbass. General Electric don't pay no taxes. Thomas Jefferson's your daddy. Yeah. Um, yeah, death's gnarly. I don't know. It's one thing I've never really been uh, afraid of. You're not afraid of it? No. That's nice. I don't think so. I just always have been like, ah, you're dead when you're dead. <laughs> yeah, you're like the coolest character in World War II movies. Where they're like, how, how, how come you're not afraid, Phillips? How can we just charge in there like that? He's like, because I know something you don't know. <laughs> I'm already dead. <laughs> I'm already dead. I got a contract with God. I'm already God. dead. And he gave me the date. And this ain't it. Exactly. I got grandkids. Because you forgot something before you got here. And that's it. Before we even got on this boat, we were already dead. Yeah. And you forgot that you got a pair of balls. Now grow them, you little bitch. No. You uh, also forgot you <laughs> that little thing between your legs is your cock. <laughs> now go kill some krauts. Yeah. Yeah. You pussy. Whip that dick out and kill some krauts. <laughs> That'd be pretty amazing. You'd definitely get a silver medal for that. Americans are crazy. They just kept storming us and all their dicks were out. For the silver medal goes to Lieutenant Montgomery for cock slapping three German Nazis. He took out fracturing their mandibles. Wiener alone. He dropped his bayonet and just fucked three Nazi officers to death. And just demoralized their entire army after they saw that. Boy, this riff is going to weird places. I'm glad we got it in though. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I like I, I for sure I'd be terrified of war and I'm not saying I'm not I, I just I mean like you know how some people are so scared of death and have a phobia Me. of it. I've just never thought that. I'm really afraid of it. Why? I don't know. It's it's the, it's the the time of it. I know time doesn't exist when you're dead, but it goes on forever. So you're never not dead. Like once you're dead, you're dead for the rest of eternity. Yeah, but if you want to go on some hippie ship ship <laughs> take me there <laughs> hop on this hippie ship uh science has even proven it's like energy we're energy neither created nor destroyed and it's just passing through the form into the next so like i hear that but i want to keep my memories i want to keep my relationships well tough shit mother i'm spoiled dude. and also you don't even know maybe you do maybe you do right nobody I, I, knows i hope so evidence I, Based off what I do know, I would bet no. You know, but I'm hoping yes. You know what I dream of? What? I dream that when we do die, we fall, fi find out all of the answers. I don't know why I was about to say fall, but find out all of the answers to everything. Like, oh, the government did kill JFK, <laughs> you know, or whatever. Like, I, 
Oh, we did land on the moon, or we did not land on the moon. All the unknown shit. Like that'd be dope. I, if they had concrete proof to like this is who you should have voted for president that time. Yeah, you'd be like, oh, nice. Like, bring me those other people. I'm gonna talk some shit now. Yeah. <laughs> Remember exactly. that argument we had? Yeah. On that trip to Big Bear. Well, did you see? Did you see what God said, dumbass? <laughs> exactly. God said you fucked up. God said you should have voted for the third party because they're both monsters. It was Joe Jorgensen. We were supposed to vote for Joe Jorgensen? Cynthia McKinney, dog. I guess I'm sorry. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. No one was talking about the fucking guy. No one told me about the Freedom and Peace Party. Never heard of it. I was about the donkey. Dude, I, I keep wanting to like... We're both barefoot. and That's fine. We're barehanded too. No, it's totally chill. I love it. But um, I keep getting an impulse. I, maybe I'm just trying to be weird for the camera, but I keep wanting to touch your hand. <laughs> just being like, hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm homophobic. No. Imagine being that homophobic where you're like, nah, dog, you can't touch my hand. I used to mess with those dudes hard. I'd get butt naked in front of them. I'd I'd make out with one of my guy friends because they were all so much bigger and tougher than me. That's pretty gay. Right. I just was, I am gay. But to me, it was like, that was their weakness. I was like, I can't beat this guy up. He's like cooler with chicks. I was like, but he's homophobic. I was like, all right, let's weaponize this. And then I just go up to him, bro, I'm gay for you. Yeah. (laughs) And they'd be like, like, yeah, I'm going to leave this party. I was like, oh, that's too bad, man. That's too bad. That's too bad. Let me get a honk in before you leave. Yeah, let me touch that cock before you go, though. That's what we do over here. Yeah, I've never, uh, I've never given a fuck whatever the fuck you do. No, thank God. There was always some kids in middle school that were mean to the gay kids, and it's just like, who cares if he likes cheerleading? It doesn't matter. No, you got to be a hell of an athlete. Look at Chappelle Lacey. I know. You know, he does backflips. He's a masculine guy. He took it to a whole other level. That guy's do backflips and and competing uh, world championships and shit. I don't even know, but... He's so funny, too. But, you know, like, Rogan, Rogan like, loves physicality so much, yeah. so he put up, like, a clip of... I saw And he loves Chappelle Lacey, but he put up a clip. He's like, this is my friend Chappelle Lacey doing a backflip. I was like, man, I got to learn how to do backflip. Yeah, I know. We all thought that that day. It's like, damn. Yeah. I was like, I got to got, start working on my back. I got spring. knives, Rogan. <laughs> you like knives? I got quite the collection. When uh, This was like years ago when I was just like straight up just doing open mics. I was like, yo, I, I, I should challenge Rogan to like a one round boxing fight. And if I last around, he'll like let me open for him. Cause I box a little, but I've also had a lot of concussions, and I don't kick. But may, so maybe he'd I was want to say, "Have you seen his kicks?" <laughs> uh, the kicks are. I mean, it all worries me. And he's like yeah. a really seems like a good fighter. I'm. I'm not. Yeah, I, I've always but I been just jab. At I've him. always wondered, like, it would be so cool if he did compete like professionally a couple times. Um, that professional world of. MMA is a whole like he admits it too is a whole nother you know level whole nother level but he has been training for like 30 years or something like something crazy like 20 25 imagine having that dedication it makes me sad and scared how much those guys could dominate me like I think about it well honestly too first of all a lot of those guys have been training forever and then also like some of those guys are just savants at it like my buddy I grew up with, Dane Molina, was just good at wrestling. Like good name. immediately, he owns. Uh, shout out for you. Here you go, Dane. Hope we get you some business. He owns uh, Golden State Brazilian Jiu Jitsu on 190th and Hawthorne Boulevard. But he like instantly joined wrestling with no wrestling experience and was 
beat everybody and went varsity as like a freshman. And then they told him how much he had to train, and he's like, ah, I quit. <laughs> I quit. And uh, and then he got into jujitsu and just soared at it and, and won all sorts of competition at it and then opened up a jujitsu studio. Like, like if me and him started at the same time, I would have gone like this, and he went shum. Some people are just uncorded. I'm a sucker puncher. I got those in the bag. <laughs> you sucker punch? Hell yeah, man. I ain't going to win That means you've been in like fight. real, real fights too. Yeah. Because you only do that if it's like... Uh... I don't want to die. I know I'm going to lose. It was always drunken, fucking shit, bullshit, horrible. And I was like, well, I'm going to get my ass handed to me. So let me walk away. Dink. <laughs> and then you run. I ain't, what the fuck, man? I ain't Joe Rogan. You think I've been training in MMA? I'm a survivalist. I either don't want to fight, or I'm going to pretend I don't want to fight, and I'm going to get you when you're not looking. Smart. And that's how you survive. Now, if I was trained, obviously, I'd want a fucking fair one-on-one fight, and it'd be cool, and it's, like, nice, and it's competitive and shit, but I'm just, like... I ain't strong. He, he got a big bicep, sir. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. I'm I grew up in Orange County, but, but I'm not much of an athlete. But it's like big jock culture there. Oh yeah, so big time. Before I get in a fight, I shake hands. Yeah. And we get into a crouch. <laughs> we agree to like. I'm like it's three rounds. <laughs> one minute in between. See, that's awesome. That's fair fight. You can. I. I this is true. One time, I, I got into a, a like a little thing outside of a bar, and this one guy was trying to fight like five of us. So we like pinned him to the ground. And then his friends came out of the bar and they thought we were jumping him. So the whole bar just stampeded towards us, like running. And I looked up and I felt like I was like the British and Braveheart and just about to get like swarmed. Yeah. And at the last second I went, time out, time out, time out. And they all stopped. No way. Everyone stopped. I was like. That's the funniest thing. And then I was like, I was like, we weren't jumping him. He attacked us. We're leaving. We're getting out of here. And they were wary of me. They were like, is he telling the truth? And I was like, just relax, relax. And we all got in the car and just drove up. A timeout <laughs> saved your life, bro. 40 people literally took the timeout. Only time in out Orange to, County. Where people respect sports <laughs> so you much. You that off fucking Hoover, bro. <laughs> time out, time out, time out. <laughs> you get a crowbar your fucking head, dude. This, this motherfucker said timeout. Went bang. <laughs> they all the stopped. They all respected the timeout. Oh, my out. God. That's so funny. Well, fucking, that's awesome, though. It's like, honestly, 99% of fights are just some fucking bullshit miscommunication. Yeah, just ego, too. Just. Oh, these are good. You didn't want another beverage? I'm I'll sorry. take another black tea, yeah, but. Hey, thank you, Chris. Sorry, man. It's also when uh, when people don't get. I think most of those things come when people don't have, aren't having luck with uh, women. Or yeah. the opposite sex or whoever they're I'll... trying to. Oh, it's so weird taking off the headphones. I just got to put my hat on. I get in my head, dog. Oh, yeah, let's no. do this. No, no, I'm putting them back. Oh, we're I going just, back? I just wanted to put my head, my hat on. My head on. I felt in my head and it's taking me out. Dude, I haven't had a Twix in forever. These are delicious. Let's go. Oh, dude. Twix and Snickers. I bought that bag. I had so it, bro. Thank you, Chris. Sorry to make you do that. Legend. He's a producer. He's a server. He's the. <laughs> Fucking man. He's a generous laugher too. That's nice. No pussy getting motherfuckers, dude. They are the the what's wrong with this world. Always quick to fight, quick to shoot, quick to Hey man, why don't you just take a girl out to dinner and shut <laughs> your mouth and open your ears? Have a good time. Hopefully you get laid. 
And if you don't, you take out another girl until you do get laid. And then you get some pussy, and then you'll just be like this. And you're just good. You're just good. You feel light. It just does something to a man. If a man goes a long time, I'm going to use my highbrow words, without busting a nut, (laughs) something goes wrong with him. You just get fucked up. I haven't been masturbating lately because I got issues with porn, so I've just totally well, cut out the... I've cut out the... He's fucked up. So I, I'm <laughs> fucked up. Don't use me as no, an example. Like the, people you was, got a nut. Yeah. You got, I, yeah. I can't nut because I won't stop nutting, but you got a not nut. If you battle with addictions and, and, and fucking mental shit, God help you. Um, we'll get you microdosing. We'll get you something. I microdosed two days ago for the first time. It helps, right? I, I might have done too much. I was super talkative. Well, but it, it, I felt good. Did you take like 0.3%? Right? I took like a stem and a half. But honestly, like I know I'm sober, but if you need it, you fucking need it, bro. You know what I mean? Like I know people that were on heroin that microdose too much where you're like, well, that's not microdosing. But hey, you're not on heroin. <laughs> so that's a win, okay? And you're not on some pharmaceuticals that may fucking have you have suicidal thoughts which is just insane to me yeah that's like if your sister brings home a new boyfriend and he's like a hippie and he's got dreadlocks and he's kind of like you know spacey and maybe his shirt like shows his arms and his armpits and some of his nipples and stuff but her last boyfriend was heroin <laughs> you're like this guy this guy's all right that guy's all right we'll take it i don't like heroin <laughs> yeah Heroin on Hoover Avenue? No, thank you. Heroin was sad, sucked in all the light. Yeah, try that hippie stuff, man, because I swear, man, I swear to God, I just know it works. Yeah. I mean, hippies, hippies, hippies are generally pretty groovy, happy people. I don't know why I say groovy there. Groovy. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good word to go with them. Um, What's that stuff called? Crotum? Or kratom cotton, cotton the, is kratom. that the one that makes people kick heroin that are like 30 years heroin yeah at? it's like a mild opiate yeah i tried that it just gave me a freaking nasty headache but i'll even but i was i wanted to get fucked up so bad i was like oh headaches better than nothing <laughs> i was like i'll take something but you're so funny i i don't oh, thank you it'll just stay oh, look oh at a this. guy made that for me that's so cool dead light visions thanks bro these are great. I know. Cool, dude. Um, yeah, well, you don't need Crotum because you're not a heroin addict, but I'm just saying there's weird natural alternatives and solutions to a lot of people's mental uh, problems. I guarantee you there's like reset buttons like on a fucking garbage disposal. I don't know what they are, and you got to do your own research. But, you know, whether that be, for instance, as simple as I was feeling some mild depression, I was like, I'm going to go jump in the ocean. Different human being came out of the ocean. Also, it's so fucking freezing cold. I'm literally giggling. <laughs> that was a pack of kids in the ocean. I went like, like you know, like 100 feet away just because I'm like, I ain't going to jump in the ocean near a bunch of kids. And then I couldn't help but think like, I'm laughing more than them. Like going, because <laughs> it's freezing and it's just fun. It's the ocean and the body surfed a couple waves and I came back. And, uh, you know, the thing that's so hard with all this mental shit 
is it's so much work and maintenance. It's like you gotta work out, you gotta eat right, you can't eat sugar, you gotta go to the ocean, you gotta go hiking, you gotta fucking do this. And you're just like, God, and that's why the pharmaceutical industry is so successful. It's like, or you could just take this pill. The pill's a hell of a lot easier, but the pill has side effects. And you feel the, the it, it makes the pleasure more acute when it's a pill. But I agree with you. I, I got to do so much. I haven't had a panic attack in a couple months, which is like my longest run that I've had in a couple years. Nice, bro. But I've been doing a lot of like weightlifting and Wim Hof breathing. and Yeah, Wim Hof. Yeah. You had him on your pod. Yeah. He's amazing. I follow him. He's crazy. He's like, like his oh, he's crazy. energy is immense. But he, he's I think the stuff he endorses is really effective for me. He's broken like every world record there is about like being in the... The ice man. The ice. He's the ice man. The guy teaches you a breathing technique um, that probably existed long before him. He just made it famous, and, and you know, and now it's called Wim Hof, and good for him. He deserves it. And he can be in like the polar ice caps underwater for an hour and not die. Like the guy's crazy. And uh, I know you know Eddie Ift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he, I used to open for him. And now he opens for me. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no, but he uh, he told me about Wim Hof. And he's the guy who turned me on to him. And he said he almost drowned surfing. He's a big surfer. And then he was like had anxiety about surfing, which he loves and has been surfing for probably 20 plus years. He's old. And, um, and uh, I'll get him on the pod. I actually try to have him on once. He's a diva. No, I'm just saying. Well, he lives. He lives. He lives so far. He has a family and shit, and uh, it didn't happen. Anyways, he'll be on it. I'm just talking shit because I love him. He's my bro. Anyways, he said he started practicing Wim Hof breathing technique, and then he uh, is fine surfing. No more anxiety. No more fear of drowning. Can swim better. Surf better. Can hold his breath longer underwater. If he gets rocked by big waves, he just fucking just he's uh, he's cool calm and collective under the water where after his near drowning experience he was like every single wave he said he was you know obviously you almost drown you're gonna be fucking scared and also too he has two kids now and he i'm almost, sure that he almost died surfing i don't know if he almost died i think so he, so, sounds like he sucks at surfing <laughs> oh shots <laughs> fired um i would say swimming but yeah I think he sucks at swimming and surfing. I think he just sucks. <laughs> <laughs> he saw some of my fireworks, motherfucker. I'm coming for you, Eddie. I'm coming. No, check him out. He's awesome. He's a great guy. Yeah, he gave me... I I, he, I was going to say, he gave me some of my first things ever in this business. And because of Sam Tripoli. Sam Tripoli was like, Eddie, you got to have him on your podcast. He's nuts, man. And then he had me on, and it was it was a banger. And then uh, uh, we've been friends ever since. And that was very early. You know, you're two years into stand-up. Usually established headliners aren't asking you to do their podcast. You know, that's why Eddie's the That's man. nuts. Yeah, yes. Didn't you open them for two? I know Chad did. Chad did. Yeah, in La Jolla. That's they went awesome. down there a couple times together. Yeah. We did his podcast, and we, we've, like, hung out a little bit when I run into him. He's a great guy to talk to. I, yeah. I don't know him super well, but he's awesome. Yeah. He's really into CrossFit too. I'm really, I've, oh, yeah. I've gotten into that. Super recently. into CrossFit. It's ridiculous that he has a CrossFit gym in his garage. He's got a good setup. Looks like he's moving some weight too. So yeah. respect on that. Yeah. 
Stay out of the water, Eddie. Just stick in the weight room. Yeah. Yeah, you you drowning little bitch. <laughs> I'm sorry, Eddie. No, he actually put me in his pilot because I had just met him too. Like he's like, Are you gonna do good? And I just made him laugh. Cause the guy like flaked on him. He has he had his buddy that was supposed to be on it and he like was like didn't do it. And it almost got picked up. We had Dr. Drew in there and everything. Nice. It didn't get picked up, but it's on it lives on the internet. Um, but yeah, thank God for people that don't show up because I showed up. Woody Allen says 90% of success oh, is showing is. up. Oh, it is. Just show up. Have you heard Wayne Fetterman's joke about Woody Allen? It's no. so funny. He's like, I don't think Woody Allen gets enough credit for still being married to the same daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that's a good joke. It's so good. It's a true joke. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. He married his daughter. Soon ye. That is so weird. It is strange. And then he'll like kind of, he's walked it back and everybody's, he's like, I wasn't like there all the time. I wasn't like really her stepdad. And you're like, yeah, just legally. (laughs) Is him and the mom still friends? No, him and Mia Farrah, no, they don't get along. And then her kids, well, I mean, he, he's accused of molesting one of, one of her other kids. I did know that. Yeah. And then her son, Ronan. You know he he he's like a beast reporter now. I'm not crazy about him, but he's he's very uh, is he successful and smart. Is he on the friends with his father Woody Allen? No, no. So no something he doesn't like him. Something's funny going on over there. But it's Hollywood, and he makes hit movies, so they push all that shit aside. Yeah, Vicky Cristina Barcelona is one of my favorites. Seen that one, Penelope Cruz and Javier Bardem. I have Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, just a hot. Yeah, sexy, they're all fucking. They're all fucking. They're all I nuts. Was like, Man, let me in that shit. <laughs> Penelope Cruz, like you know, she'll pull out a gun or something, and you know, scene later she drops it and they're making out. The last Woody Allen flick I watched, I believe, was uh, the one with Owen Wilson in Paris. Midnight in Paris. Yeah, that was fun. Delightful. Delightful. Good movie. What else? You still surf? I don't. I, I was never a big surfer. I went to surf camp in junior high every summer for like a week down at San Onofre. And then um, I uh, I won Biggest Barno. Like I would surf the least. I just played dodgeball all day. I know you're a big dodgeball guy. Oh, my God. We played A-ball, and I, I was I was good at dodging. I, I, I miss dodgeball so much. I... I don't even like thinking about it because it just hurts. I'm just like, oh, I'm like, they're too woke and and too uh, care about human life to where I'm like, hey, let's just play, guys. Let's just play. You wear a mask. I won't. I would. I would. If I could play dodgeball in a mask, I would. I would. I would duct tape that shit on. Could you? You can, right? I don't think the leagues will allow it. Right. Um. Yeah. Sad. So sad. Dodgeball was like stand-up for me. It was like one of my major outlets. Yeah, that beginning of that pandemic, they took both those things away. Ooh. I'm sure I'm sure you could hear it in the podcast. Got a little weird there. <laughs> Got a little crazy. And then you just you figure it out and you just find your new stuff and now I just go to the beach. 
I was happy at first when everything got shut down. I think I was feeling a little bit stressed. I was like, this is nice. It's mm. like, but then after two weeks, I was like, all right, I think it's I time something. to bring it all back. Yeah. And yeah. Here we are. In some indeterminate The new not space. normal at all. That's what they should call it. The new not normal at all. But you've done a lot during the... I, I actually... I got a girlfriend during the pandemic. I moved to the beach and leveled up. I got into CrossFit. Yeah, you did. I started working out, too. No results yet. You look great. <laughs> I'm chunky, man. I eat too much ice. Let's see it. Pull it up. No, I don't want it. You can <laughs> see it under the shirt. I didn't used to have this. Yeah, I got a little bit of a guy here, too. Um, Oh, man, gut. And then... Uh, it's because I ate can Look at all that can I just I, housed five Twixes, the mini Twixes. Dude, that's the problem. They're so small, so you just eat so many of them. And then I thought, I wanted to have, this is a residential area and there's family. So I was like, if there is trick-or-treaters, I want to have something to give them. So I bought one bag. I don't think there will be. But then now I'm eating all the candy. <laughs> I should have never have opened it. Yeah, you just can't have it in the house. Yeah. I tried to sugar's so bad oh it's my baby i love it i don't know if i'll ever be able to kick sugar i can reduce it to a manageable amount but at some point in the day i'm like hmm i need some sour gummies or chocolate or ice cream or cookies and you already gave up drugs i gave up drugs and alcohol come on god just let me eat refined chemical bleached sugar and not get cancer, please. That's where I'm at. Yeah. Then you, you know now that I don't, I know I'm. I, am I being a bummer? Who's a bummer? Me. Am I? No. I think it's just two chill souls getting <laughs> along. <laughs> you hear like bottled water is like bad because all the. I mean, it's bad for recycling. It's all but, bad. But, I, oh, it's all I talk about because I. I always say I'm like they're trying to kill us. It's everything's fucking bad. Aluminum's bad. Recycling's bad. Now. Recycling's bad. <laughs> Plastic's bad. That chocolate's bad. I mean, I'm not trying that much to help, but they're not making it easy. I mean, to they're help not either. making it easy. Why is it so hard? You gotta be a fucking perfect monk to like have zero footprint and. Oh, and then and then and then you just get to a point to where you're just like realize it's impossible and you're like, ah, fuck it. And then you're just like, give me that candy. Give me that meth. Give me that. No, no, no. But, you know, the you candy know. for sure. Yeah. You just get to a point where you're like, I can't deal with this. Everything's GMO. And then you realize in other countries, you're like, wait, these ingredients aren't allowed in Russia. Then why the fuck are they allowed here? They're not allowed in Russia. Some GMOs and some chemicals we put in certain foods are not allowed in China and Russia. Like GMOs and uh, that one chemical that's in yoga mat that was in McDonald's and Subway's bread. Because that's it, in yoga mats? Mm-hmm. I believe they recently banned it. You could look that up. There's a chemical that was in yoga mats that was in processed breads in most fast food chains because it made the bread stay fresher and spongier longer. Isn't that insane? All the people at Yoga Works who think they're at the tip of the spear in terms of health are going to all get sick from this thing. Yeah. And yoga is actually what got them sick. Yoga mat chemical and food. I wouldn't say yoga. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what is it called? 
Uh, azodicarbonamide. There you go. Azodicarbonamide. And it's in 500 food products besides Subway's bread, like Pillsbury Dinner Rolls, Little Debbie. Oh, and how bad is it? Uh, it's in yoga mats, bro. Does it matter? That's what I always. There's my thing. With that sentence, which I totally understand where you're coming from, but grill me, like it, like they, 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 like there's a chemical that's in Drano that's in our drinking water to keep the pipes clean, which I also kind of understand. There's like weird shit in there, and then they were like, "Well, it's bad for you, but in mass amounts." But it's like, but can we think of something else that's not bad for you? Like, does it have to be a yoga mat, rubber, fucking spongy chemical? Couldn't it just be like, how about you just don't make as much bread and you just order it as you need it? Is that is that crazy? <laughs> is that so crazy? Remember before these ingredients were invented? How about that? How about a nice loaf of bread made by the baker and then when it gets too hard, you have croutons with it? Yeah, maybe we need to get more tribal. Maybe we're just too big of a of a system at this point. Yeah. What were you going to say? Because I got to ship the bread from the East Coast to here. Oh, the FDA says that it's a, it's a safe amount of this chemical. Of course it's under they do. 45 parts per million in the dough. Yeah, of course they do. How about zero parts per million, FDA? So They're asking a lot. FDA, remember when you cleared Fin Fin and it fucking killed all those people hey fda what about aspartame that was banned for 11 years and now it's back what's fin 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 was a diet pill that i guess fucking killed people or gave them cancer i don't know it was on one of those commercials where it said those lawyer commercials if you took fin fin and you got this this and this cancer you're entitled to a compensation you know i take anxiety medication that's relatively new and so i'll always ask my psychiatrist i'm like what's the long-range implications of this thing he's like None. I'm like, well, how long has it been around? He's like, 10 years. I'm like, well, You'll so... You'll find out. <laughs> like, if you so... see those infomercials on, on at 3 a.m. <laughs> but then he'll be like, but you're nuts without it. So we kind of need to have you on it. Yeah. And I was like, well, I was nuts when I came in, but I was chill a lot of that time, too. <laughs> like, Our he mom. just defines the entire preemie getting medicated as nuts. But I'm like, no, it was only nuts once every two months. Yeah. You uh... I had good stretches of chill behavior. <laughs> he's right i need to be on it <laughs> yeah I, I, used to, I used to schwack it when doing like 100 on the freeway yeah i haven't done that since i got medicated it's a it's a good time to whack it <laughs> that's all i gotta say about that i was running late to an open mic and... <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, i'm gonna be funny tonight <laughs> like i don't think you need medications but i think you need to do something 900 things to not need medication if that mm -hmm. makes any sense yeah i'll never like it it just it is what it is you know some of us have chemical imbalances i think you can perfect those imbalances through yoga and breathing work and exercise and organic living and no fucking processed cancerous chemical food but we live in america where that's very expensive and tiresome to do it's not readily available and it's just so sometimes you gotta take them pills baby yeah it's hard to know i just um you know what i do i, I just listen to my mom i'm like hey mom i'm thinking about getting off my anxiety medication she's like i think you're better on it mm. and then i'm like yeah i don't think my mom would <laughs> yeah moms are good 
I trust her. Also, to go with your gut, your intuition. I know to listen to the the people. Definitely don't listen to those fucking doctors. They're getting paid handsomely to keep you on pills. Oh, and they'll try to throw you on some more yeah. stuff. Yeah, hey, you're on one, <laughs> hey, six more. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, you want to try this don't one? Don't look this at the one? Porsche. Don't look at the Porsche. Kickbacks. <laughs> yeah, I have that been be resistant illegal. to that. I was, I was feeling super depressed in January. They're like, hey, well, we could throw you on like these other two things. I was like, fuck out of here. Well, I just think I'm like, it's going to be hard enough getting off one thing yeah. if I get to that point. But how do you get off three? That's how Well, bro- but it, some people need it. So if you're on it, you know, do what you got to do. Do what you got to do. If you need it, you need it. But just be wary of those that industry. And, and when I know people that have kicked head meds and, uh, and it happened to Brody. Brody killed himself. Stephen Brody Stevens. He was getting off one head med, getting on to another. And in the side effects, it says suicidal thoughts. I I, I find it funny that uh, suicidal thoughts is a side effect for people that are fucking suicidal. It's a real funny side effect. You know what I mean? It just it's the, the swing of it, you know. And if and it supposedly that's what comics are saying that that's what did it because he was switching meds. Mm-hmm. And he also close? was off. Not super close, but I ha- I did feature for him a few times, and uh, I loved him as we all did because he was just the man. He was hilarious. And he was always kind and always cool and always whether... Uh, that's why it hit the comedy community so hard as Suicide is he was just a brilliant, weird talent. But he was kind to open micers to A-list celebrities. So you literally... At his funeral at the comedy store, you had open micers to John Hamm. Fucking servers to Zach Galofakanakis. I fucked his name up. But that's the power that that guy had. He he just was, he was such a cool dude. And he was just fucked up. And he didn't take care of it. And then he killed himself. Anyways, this is a sad episode. <laughs> I watched his uh, HBO series, Enjoy It. Yeah. Did you watch that? It was so good. Um, he was so incredible in it. It was it was like re- kind of reality. It was it was after he had a breakdown like eight years ago. And then he did a show about like coming back from that. I it don't... Six episodes. Is really. that the one that Zach executive produced? Mm-hmm. Okay, I saw like a episode of it. I and then it. they repurposed it for Comedy Central. But I think the original one for HBO was better. Okay, I saw it on Comedy Central then. Nice. I got to watch the original on HBO. Comedy Central always editing it. Come on, man. Let it be. He had some great jokes, like in his stand-up from his Conan set. Yeah. Where he's like, when my mom was mad, she'd throw the keys at me. But it was extra bad because she was a janitor. (laughs) (laughs) He's so funny. Sometimes I get lonely, so I go to the, the batting cage just to play catch. Yeah, I, I just, uh, he had those great jokes, dude. Like, uh, what he said, just got a new Cadillac leather exterior. Like, <laughs> you're like, what? Like, why am I laughing this hard at this? You don't even understand. His it's cadence like, was so funny. It's like, I'm making it. I take my mom out for lunch. Split the bill. I can pay for half, you know. He's, he was just the man, and he always closed out the comedy store. And it's just unfortunate if you just don't take care of yourself, what can happen. I Someone had a good post, too, about how um, people will say that the reason 
we lose these people so early sometimes is because of the industry is because of comedy or Hollywood or, or maybe art in general. It is a brutal industry. Totally. But then someone was like, also maybe it actually keeps them here for longer than they would have been here. Otherwise, maybe them being in, in comedy gave them more will to keep going. And that's and maybe, also true. Maybe we got more time out of yeah what, what might've gone otherwise. Might have happened otherwise. If he was Brody the insurance salesman. Maybe we would have checked out 15 years prior. I don't know. We'll never know. Uh, but God damn it, he was the man. He was. He's so funny. Yeah, I, I featured for him in San Diego with Chad, I believe. Really? Yeah, at Whistle Stop Bar. Yeah, I, I didn't that know one? that. Yeah. Are you sure it was with Chad? Yeah, I brought him. Okay. I remember picking him up from the apartment in West Hollywood, and you walked up, and you had bulletproof coffee you'd just gotten for him. <laughs> I was like, you guys got bulletproof coffee money? It's like <laughs> an $8 coffee. Yeah, that ghee butter really yeah. jacks it up. I was like, geez, these guys are doing something right. I wasn't doing that right either, because you're supposed to do it like on the bulletproof diet, but I was just having it at like noon with like, you know, <laughs> Taquitos or something. With a cinnamon roll. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm keto eating fucking processed bleached yoga mat. It's delicious. So good. Pillsbury cinnamon roll. Yeah, that was moon. Gonna ago, have a man. bonfire. We're all gonna cook up our yoga mats. Just eat them. Yeah, it was me, fucking Chad and Brody. That was a good show. What's the hardest you've ever crushed? Oh man. At an open mic. At an open mic. I. I. Uh, I just remember going on a rant about big booties oiled up that was not material and it like <laughs> crushing. Big booties oiled up. What was your take on it? I don't remember because <laughs> it wasn't jokes. It was just because I realized any jokes were just going to go to their grave that day. So I just was like, I'm just going to be weird. And I was weird and just free flowing and it was hitting and it was hitting hard. And uh, I don't I remember exactly what was said, but I remember big booties oiled up was definitely a part of it. Are you into oil? Yes. A lot of it. I just like big booties oiled up. Can you explain? It's <laughs> like a, a woman's beautiful fat ass with uh, some, you know, preferably an organic oil, coconut you, oil. I've seen some of the, the films that they make about that stuff. It's, they're fantastic. <laughs> I'm not into it. It's, the guy will just sit there and like, you know. That's, a, that's too much. I agree. That's like. And they're like <laughs> shooting it. I like, just want to just put it on your hand. Just, you and know. just rub the butt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's normal. Put a little on your thigh. Who doesn't like that? Slip and slide. Oil on the on the legs is so nice. Yeah, it's so nice. Yeah, I don't want I don't want to make a mess. I don't want oil stains on my rug. It's, it's a... Do you ever have your lady like rub your legs? Uh, I mean it has happened, but no, I should request that more because that's awesome. Yeah. What is with it? The inner thigh. You're just like. <laughs> what is that? It's exciting. It's, it's an exciting area. It's like, you kind of get like you get you're like, like whoa, what? What? you feel vulnerable, <laughs> but it feels good. My loins, yeah, oh, it's awesome! It elicits kind of a pleasure response. It's a little like, it's like uh, 
it's like they found a way to like bring your defenses down. You kind of get touched. Yeah. And you're like, oh. You're like, boner alert. Oh. Boner alert. Um, yeah, the inner thigh. It's a great area. For guys, it's underrated guy area. Yeah, it, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's our clitoris. <laughs> People don't know that. Just rub I my, fucked that word up, right? Rub my inner thigh like yeah, this. Yeah, it's our clitoris. Uh, uh, I'm going to squirt. Just rub it like uh, a... Uh, like a oh. Nintendo button. A B B B B. It like is a paintball a gun when you're hitting a hinge trigger. I remember my uh <laughs> hair trigger. Hinge, hinge. But hair trigger too. You said hinge trigger? Hinge trigger. That was the longer one. So you had to use two fingers for it. I never played video <laughs> games. I don't remember. No paintball, paintball. Oh. You seem like you would have been a big paintball. I should. I would. I'll do we it. We should go paintball. It it's fun. I never had It's money. a rip. It's a rip. They charge you like so much. An arm and a leg for the paintballs too. Everything costs. Everything money. costs so much money. I'll, I'll, any paintball sponsors out there? <laughs> I want a paintball. I'll sponsor the shit out of some, or get sponsored the shit out of by some paintball companies. I did the Nerf gun one at the at the laser zone. Yeah, come on. No, I know, but hey. hey. It's, it's a not, poor it's man's not, paintball, right? That but was it's 12 not the, bucks. But there's not enough. The stakes aren't high enough. Because with the paintballs, it hurts. No. It, it, the, the Nerf balls, it's like a different level of Nerf. And it actually kind of hurts. It hurts? It feels like a hard flick. Okay, that, that works But then. it's not like paintball. You're not getting welts. It's not welts. But it's so fun. And I, I, was, I watched a lot of John Wick. Okay. I was pretty good at it. I was pretty good at it. I bet you'd be great at it. at it. You'd already do dodgeball. Yeah. You got like a flair for danger. Yeah. I would love me some paintball. Or an inkling for danger. Sniper. Hinge trigger. That's the face that everyone's making. I shoot all the mask. guys on their inner thigh. You know. Pow, pow. Paint check. Paint yeah. check behind the sandbags. Just just turn your clitoris into a sore zone. Quack, quack. Whack whack, them fucking. How about them fat thighs now, boy? Huh? Do, have you made a sex tape with someone before? No. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch it? <laughs> no. I don't know what you're talking about, bro. Did you like your moves? No, I. I don't know. I got. I'm okay. I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> My loins. I remember, I'm not done with the inner thigh riffing. Let's keep going. <laughs> I remember I was out drinking with my sisters and their friends. And we were drinking and one of their friends that we've known forever, like touched my inner thigh. And I like she touched my thigh and I just went in for a kiss she's like what are you doing i was like oh you touched my thigh i thought you liked me and they're like no and then did she mean to touch your thigh yeah she's she uh she's like no i was just like touching your thigh and i was like all right and then they and then <laughs> i felt bad about myself I'm trying to think if i've ever touched anyone's inner thigh platonically <laughs> that's what i was saying they all yelled at me and they're like what are you doing if i'm going platonic i'm, I'm closer me. to the knee i'm like right here hey hey good that was funny right there yeah i, I remember being confused just like oh 
that's a tough one. When you go in for the kiss on like a friend that you're trying to escalate to a to something more. I mean, I always took it in stride, but it you know if you really like them, that can be really painful. If you don't like them too much, you're kind of like, well, that's okay, that's fair. You're like, come on. Yeah, getting shut down is the just worst. So you just cute. feel like such an idiot. Like, oh, I thought you liked me. Oh, I'm an idiot. Okay, all right. Well, then you're paying for dinner. <laughs> I, I think I think even worse than that is when you go on like a second date with someone, and then you kiss at the end of it, and then you go your separate ways. And in your head, you're like, we kissed, she likes me, I like her, romance is alive and well. And then like two days later, like, hey, you want to hang out again? They're like, I'm getting more of a friend vibe. You're like, oh, so when we kissed. There was sparks for me only. Sparks for me, and you went the other Mm -hmm. way. Yeah. I love it, though. I do love it. Because you got to be out there. You got to be, you got to be making, you got to be trying. You got to be trying, man. We all need wives or husbands or whatever the fuck you want. A cactus. You or do you believe in cactus. marriage? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Me too. I can't wait to have a family. I'm just not ready yet. I got to get, I got to get a, my life in order. You're doing good. I'm doing good. I'm on my way up. I'm on my way up, baby. Yeah, I just, I see the struggles, those children. They're so expensive. Hey, did you guys know you have to be rich to raise kids? Not rich. Fucking. Or are you going to be eating that Velveeta, that government cheese? You're getting that <laughs> cheese block. Is Velveeta government cheese? Mm-hmm. It's good. Wick. They put you on wick. You get milk and cereal and, and, and cheese. And it's like Lucky Charms. No nutritional value. Delicious. Delicious. That's more of a dessert than a breakfast. <laughs> All cereals. Cocoa so, Puffs. Oh, Cocoa Krispies. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. French the best Toast ever. Yes. Fruity Pebbles. Oh, my God. Yellow Fruit Dye Number Loops. 5. Come on, baby. Lower my sperm count. Get in me. <laughs> so good. Oh, yeah. My, I take Propecia. My jizz is, like, not as potent as it used to be. Nice, I got to keep my hair, though. Yeah, I take uh, Hems, which is Propecia. Yeah, you're taking it, or too. Keeps. No, Hems. Yeah. It started thinning, and I was like, what the fuck? And your hair is a big... I know. I got so and mad because no one... My grandpa had a full head of hair. Like, uh, on my mom's side, they always say, oh, it's on your mom's side. I was like, well, they all have hair. And then uh, on my dad's side, everyone has fine hair, and they lost their hair, but at like 75. I'm fine with going bald <laughs> at 75. That was a good run. That was a good run. And it just started thinning, and and then I was like, oh, fuck, looks like I got to take that low sperm count pill. They say it lowers your sex drive. Bullshit. I would welcome that. I would welcome that. Yeah, I haven't had that side effect either. I had one doctor tell me that he thinks that was like, I don't know if he was qualified to say this, but he thinks that was people who were maybe already having that issue. Mm. Tough break for them, then. Some of the, the accounts you'd read when I was thinking about getting on it was like, my penis doesn't feel like my own penis. It feels like there's like a rubber attachment on my body. That person is insane. <laughs> I was like, can you imagine having no relationship to your to your wiener? Like not feeling like you guys are like so fucking tight. You've been tight. Not feeling like you guys life. are like the fucking closest to homies <laughs> that you have each other's back no matter the fuck what, you know? <laughs> Who the fuck your, are you? I just don't see even your dick know like you a stranger. I'm like, were you even invited here? Like, what are you doing here, bro? Just yeah. bounce. <laughs> That'd be the worst. Me and the rest of the body are going to go watch the football game. How about you just chill in this other room? <laughs> yeah. It's like, bro, I'm your dick, dude. I've been here from day one. 
Your I've dad's been... dick is the whole reason you're here, bitch. And his is rubber so, too. So some respect. Dad, do you, dad, do you feel like your dick's a rubber dad's... attachment? <laughs> Excuse me, son. What was that? I Coming think in? you need help. <laughs> your wife got you wearing a strap on. That happens. That happens. You getting pegged, son? Yeah, they get you. Would they you do you. that? I'm not really into it. I've never done it. I might try it. I'm not. It's not my thing. Have you done it? Mm-mm. I'll take a pinky. I'll take a stinky pinky. Any uh, homophobic men out there, just get your lady to give you a stinky pinky during a blowjob and you'll be singing a different story. Yeah, and also it's a hole. It doesn't have an orientation. Not to be super progressive, but it's it's a hole. <laughs> a hole's a hole. It's a Am hole, right, dude? guys? You labeled it something, bro. <laughs> Before ideas came along, that was just a place. Yeah. Yeah, I've never gone deep into the into that place, to the butt. <laughs> yeah, but I'm open to it, and I kind of feel like I, if I'm being honest, I feel like kind of chicken shit that I haven't. Yeah, well, your G spots in there, and and part of my brain is like, I don't want to get addicted to pegging. All right, I don't want to be like, <laughs> babe, come fuck me, you know. From come on, o- girl, from come, oxy come, to pegging, come fuck me hard, you know. I'm just like, I, I don't need that in my life. I don't need that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just I'm traditional to regular old fucking good old dick in the puss. It's it's really it's fantastic. The Cadillac of sex to me. <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, it really yeah, sex is great. I try to make a bit about that. Be like, I don't want to be addicted to like I don't want to try BDS and M, whatever the fuck it's called, because I I uh. I already have an addictive personality. It's like, I don't want to be addicted to the only way I get off is now with a ball gag and a peg in my ass while my girl sucks my dick. I don't want that. I, I'm right I like there some with nice, you. normal fucking. Yeah, and I want to keep it that way. Like, yeah. I, I, like, I think I'm already kinky enough. I'm like, I, if I start getting too specific with my kink and like doing it too much. It's going to get weird. It's going to keep getting weirder. I'm like, I want to stay at the level that I'm at. So that's why I haven't been watching porn or, or yeah. cranking it too because I'm like, I'm trying to keep this as, it's already weird. I'm like, I'm, so let's keep all the wholesomeness we got. Yes, yes. I gotta, you got to protect your wholesomeness. And fuck these fucking porn sites. Can't we? I'm sorry. I farted and it smells so bad. <laughs> I was wondering because I, I know you're, you like to fart. <laughs> <laughs> Dog, I've been eating eggs and trying to eat more protein. And the last three days, I'm sorry. I, I can't smell it. Okay, nice. Thank God. Um, I hope that... I mean, he's a great farter, but I can't smell this one. No, normally, I never... I would just giggle and be fine with it, but these are like rotten egg farts, and I feel a little guilty. I respect the high protein. I feel a little guilty. Um, but back to porn. Am I right, guys? Like, why can't, why can't there just be a normal porn site with normal, like, good fucking, and not no bukkake stepson stepmom weird shit that's just thrown in your face and then i don't want that but now you're like oh i wonder what that's like and you just see all the sick shit and it fucks you up and you're like come on man how about just some nice couples fucking some passionate oiled up butthole mom and pop (laughs) mom and pop shop porn can't we get that I think I think you're right. I think it's like that social dilemma movie where it's like these algorithms 
they they take you in crazier directions. They fucking do, dude. I was like, oh, I I never wanted to see that, but now I just whacked off to it. <laughs> yeah, I went down. I was into like uh, cuckolding stuff. Yeah, yeah, that like, shit's so weird to me. It's so weird. I actually got DM like, hey, I, I want, I've had one cuck cold. Oh, you got an offer? I got an offer. He's like, I want you to fuck my wife in front of me. And I was like, nah, dog, I'm good. I don't want to get shot by you. My friend Stephen Haas, <laughs> you know Stephen Haas, the comedian? Maybe. He's I got don't... like, he's got, he told me, he's like, he's like, some guys will message me on Hinge and be like, hey, bone my wife. And I looked at him, I was like, yeah, you got a good look for that. But then he, uh, he he would always say the same thing back to me. He's like, he's like, what do I say? I was like, I was like, I don't know. And then he was like, he's like, how about you have your wife message me? <laughs> like, it's weird rules of the cuckolding thing. Yeah, the, having the guy reach out is is gonna it's it's not the best way to make it happen. Oh yeah, that too. But I imagine, like, what if the guy's wife reached out to you and she was like a smoke show, and like super cool and like just like love Black Sabbath, and <laughs> thought. Beach was like the best elixir for. I, for I mean, mental I, health. I'm just gonna say, I'm good. I that's like cocaine behavior. I'd be like, okay, I'm on some cocaine. The weird man in the corner could spank it to me, <laughs> fucking his wife. And you're gonna feel bad for the guy. It's so weird. You're like the fact that that's a thing. What's going? How about instead of cuckolding, you go to therapy. <laughs> How about you go in the ocean, you Wim Hof, you eat some organic produce, (laughs) you fucking go to therapy. You want me to do what to your wife? That's your wife, sir. Yeah, we're talking about protecting the wholesomeness and that, you know, I don't want to judge uh, alternative lifestyles. Yeah. I don't know. There's not a lot of wholesome examples of like cut couples. Now, if you're a swinging couple and in an open relationship... I can understand that a little bit more than I want to watch your big dick go in my wife's pussy. Swinging. That's fucking. They need a better word than swinging, too. Swingies? We're like swingers. (laughs) Yeah. We swingy. We we swingy. Brent Weinbach has the best joke about that where he's like, people call themselves polyamorous. What if they call themselves what they actually are? Horny. (laughs) <laughs> so instead of going up to someone and saying I'm polyamorous, see what I'm doing. I'm like, hi, I'm John. I'm horny. Polyamorous is is uh more than one person, I guess. You, so you love more than one person. Yeah, and you're allowed. It's an open relationship, basically, right? I think so. Okay. Yeah, I didn't understand poly. I'm jealous. I I, I think I don't. I don't think I could actually do. That. I think that the reason I actually like the cuckboard is because I'm I'm so afraid of like that happening that I kind of like get catharsis from watching it. That's my... Yeah, I don't think I've ever watched it. Or maybe I'm just a kinky freak. You kinky bastard. <laughs> Could be both. Could be both. Polyanimous, I just always remind me of that old movie, Pollyanna, that I used to watch <laughs> as a kid. What's that one? It's an old movie. It's like uh, Sound of the Hills. Or the Hills Have Music. What's it called? Sound of Music. There you go. I've never seen that. Yeah, it's old school stuff. But I know, I know one of the songs run to the hills that's iron maiden <laughs> it's not it's not the right god iron maiden's awesome eddie i seen them live i seen iron maiden live at ozfest with the original members of black sabbath and this is the story i researched on the internet iron maiden iron maiden is not headlining but Black Sabbath is. Because that's the way it fucking goes, Iron Maiden. 
And then I believe Bruce Dickinson, the lead singer, the second lead singer to Iron Maiden, first was Paul Diano or Dono or some shit. Both very good, very good. Anyways, Bruce was allegedly said, why is Ozzy headlining this show? He can't even talk. Like made, t- made a joke about Ozzy. Took a shot. Took a shot. He can't even talk. Can he, can he sing? I don't know what the exact joke was, but it was a shot at Ozzy and Black Sabbath. Sharon Osbourne is Ozzy's crazy wife and heard that, and this is why I respect the fuck out of her. She went nuts and waited till they were playing and started throwing eggs at them while they were playing and started unplugging their equipment. <laughs> what a and lady. That's, that's a lady. Now that's <laughs> wow. the wife I want. <laughs> yeah, now I'm that's fired badass. Up. And then Ozzy comes out with Sabbath, it was fucking a magical. Mag- magical I can't talk he pours buckets of water on himself and the rumor is he can't control his bladder anymore when he performs and he pisses himself so he pours water on himself to hide the fact that he pisses himself sounds like <laughs> sounds right I mean why else it's a good problem self uh, uh, <laughs> can't stop pissing myself they're like just pour water on your head great show great no show no one's like drink less water before the show I was at that yeah <laughs> <laughs> well he's not gonna stop pissing himself yeah <laughs> so now we got to get a hose and three you know crew deck like stage hands to fucking hit him with it every concert yeah and uh that, i was there man and, and a fight broke out and i actually snuck into the front row area because the bouncers were preoccupied with the fight and i saw the fight i was like boom nice. I, had, I had the lawn the lawn seats but i'm an opportunist <laughs> bobbing and weaving that's sharon osborne stuff like, if I if I saw her doing that, I'd just be staring like, why can't I find a woman like that? Yeah, that's a woman. That's a that's, oh, that's a lady. A woman. That's, that's a, a lady. <laughs> Throwing eggs at them. So when I did uh, MTV's dating show next, the camera guys, we just got to talk, and I'm always more friends with like the light guys and the camera guys, that was a stage great tech, show. than anybody else. And uh, so we're chopping it up, and they're telling me stories yeah i was like so what projects did? and then he's like oh i was a camera guy on the osborne's for a couple years and i was like oh and i told him that story about Ozfest, and then uh he's like yeah sharon's nuts and he said that one time ozzy they he had an infidelity he he had sex with a groupie on the road i guess and this was years ago so he thought it didn't matter and he was on coke and alcohol and he's sober now and he's a different human being um ozzy thought wrong because it did matter and the camera guy said that sharon cracked them in the head with a pot and they all like he knocked them out and they were just like should we film this should we call the cops should we call the ambulance is he dead is he like and and then he just woke up like oh christ woman it was a hundred years ago (laughs) (laughs) and he told me that story and he's like he didn't make the show and i was like dude thank you i was like that's such a cool wait so it wasn't a recent infidelity it happened back in the day i believe it happened back in the day and he was like i was on coke i don't even remember like i couldn't even tell you and yeah she said uh he said she fucking got pissed and fucking went bam cracked that full one and i was like that's a good woman <laughs> keeping them honest <laughs> agreed <laughs> holy shit let's see 
oh wow we've been rolling we've been rolling good that's good i didn't know how long we were rolling we've been rolling hour, hour and, and a half, half yeah nice is that time a- flies with you. that's a long time usually i look at it about an hour because i got to get a poop story out of you i need a good pooping of the sweatpants i got a great one yes i mean not to be arrogant but i think it's solid um <laughs> i went to uh, nickel nickel you ever been there what the fuck's nickel nickel it, it's an arcade in el toro where you just pay like i think you paid like 10 bucks up front and they just gave you like a huge amount of nickels and every game cost a nickel so you ended up getting more than like 10 bucks worth of gaming in nice you got like an hour in it was great and they had a really good game selection. I want to go to Nickel Nickel. It might still be there. And then across the way, they had a good barbecue place that had like really nice pool tables. So it was a good back-to-back situation. Yeah. I was at Nickel Nickel for my friend Jordan's birthday. He was my dad's coworker's son. And um, I was just in a groove playing different games. I was playing a lot of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, playing a lot of uh, the X-Men arcade game, playing a lot of the Simpsons arcade game. So all kind of similar styles. And then um, at some point I got a crap, but I'm really locked into the game. I'm like going to beat the new level boss. And I'm like, I, I can't give this up yet. So I just keep pushing the envelope and I'm, I'm probably like 10 and I just keep playing. I keep playing. I keep playing. And then it gets to a point where I'm like, no more time, no yeah. more nickels. You got to go take a shit. So I'm in the back of the place. I run to the front. I'm like, where's your bathroom? And it's coming now. It's, yeah. it's on top of me. I'm like, yeah. where's your bathroom? They're <laughs> like, it's back on the other side. So I'm like, Oh, I got to go oh, all the way no. back. So I go all the way back. There's one guy in front of me with his kid. And the door's got a lock, like you need a key for it or something. Oh, and he already had the key. And uh, and then so he opens the door to come to the bathroom. I go, and I'm like, just at the, my breaking point, I'm like, sir, 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 can I come in with you? Can I come with you? He goes, no, no, no. You got to get your own key. Closes the door on me to the bathroom. Was it like multiple stalls? So he he's in there for like three minutes. And I'm just like, oh, oh, oh no, oh no, oh no. Just keep it together, keep it together, keep it together. He opens the door after a couple minutes with his son leaves i go in there's like five stalls what a fucking asshole <laughs> there's fuck like that five guy. stalls fuck that guy i'm like dude fuck that guy so i sprint to a stall i open it i'm so close i throw my pants down and right when i throw my pants down to the ground with my boxers pressure just three christmas pies just like just bloop <laughs> bloop bloop <laughs> and i shit like two hit the floor and made like they say there's no such thing as like a perfect circle it was close <laughs> And then the other one just drops straight into my pants. Oh. And then all the way down my legs. All oh. over my legs. So I'm like, I just start crying. I'm Fuck like, that guy and his kid. I hope his kid shits himself at a later date. Because some asshole wouldn't let him in the bathroom. That's karma, motherfucker. I'm he, like, he did this. I, I was, I'm still upset at you, dude. <laughs> Your kid's probably a grown man now. He's probably got a family. And I hope one of his kids ends up shitting himself <laughs> at whatever arcades. Poop on your whole family. At Dave and Buster's, yeah. <laughs> a poop on your whole family. <laughs> the Romeo and Juliet. And then I, uh, I was like, all right, so what do I do? I couldn't pull up my pants because literally they were too shit covered. Yeah. So I got to the back of Nickel Nickel. I was at the bathroom door and I was like, you just got to sprint it. And so door opens. I'm in the back and like, I don't, I just covered my dick like this. And I Naked? just, yeah. And then I just waddled out the front and, and I went fast. Like not that many people noticed me or, or maybe a lot of people did. But, but I, I wasn't, wasn't going to stick around to find out. I wasn't trying to make eye contact. I sprint out of there and I guess my dad did see me. So he was there and he comes running out and he's like, 
what happened? I'm crying my eyes out. I look like all fucked up. He's like, someone like beat the shit out of you. What happened? I'm like, I fucking crap my pants, dad. And he looks down. He's like, oh my God. <laughs> so he's, like, he's, like, he's like, you stay here. I'll go get Chris. Um, he runs in. And I guess my brother was equally locked into a video game. He said, hey, we got to go. And my brother's like, you said we're staying until nine. My dad's like, we got to go. And my brother's like, we're staying until nine. And then my brother tells the story funny. He's like, dad grabbed me, looked at me so stern in the eyes. He goes, JT crapped his pants. <laughs> <laughs> and then my brother, my brother like instantly was like, yeah, we got to go. Like, I, yeah, I'm sorry. We yeah. got to go. Yeah, we got to go. And then so I sat... My dad was so funny. And he was right. But he, he, he didn't want me to like sit on his car. So I basically had to like hold the um, handle that some cars have in the back seat and like be up above the ground for the yeah. whole 20 minute drive home. Oh man, that car ride stunk. Huh? Yeah, I don't even know if I could hold that the whole time. And maybe I just like sat down in between because that would have been like 20 minutes. But uh, yeah, the car smelled like shit. Now I have another good shit story after this. Keep it like coming, man. Yeah. Um, and then that was it. And then a couple days later, my dad was like, yeah, Jordan, whose birthday it was, told his dad that someone crapped all over the bathroom. Like, like it was there for a while, and the kid whose birthday it was was like, Dad, someone shit all over the bathroom. But they, no one ever found out it was me. <laughs> Until now. Nice. And then... You're that Jordan? My my boys... Can I tell one more shit story? Yeah, yes, please. My th- This isn't crapping my pants, but my buddy had a girlfriend, and I wasn't crazy about her. I think she had been, like, cheating on him. We caught her at the beach with, like, another guy or something. But it really wasn't that big of a deal. But at that... When I was like 17, I felt like I was like, I gotta protect my boy. Yeah. Well, so this is how I decided to do it. She came over to my boy's house to hang out, and then she brought like a bunch of girlfriends, and then me and another two guys were like, like let's just take her car for a minute. So we went outside and we got into her car and we just started driving around in it, and then she was kind of calling, freaking out. She's like, "Where's my car?" We're like, "Oh, we're just going to In and Out. We're gonna get some food. We'll be right back." It's really rude. And then this guy who was with us, Christian, was like, "What if we just uh, made the whole car stink like dog crap?" Oh no! And so we went to a neighbor's house. My friend was like, "My neighbor has huge ridgeback dogs." <laughs> so, <laughs> so we went down to the neighbor's house and we scooped a bunch of the ridgebacks' turds into uh, their newspaper <laughs> bags, and then we just sat in the car with the turds by the heater for like an hour. <laughs> and so we were just like with the windows up, and we're all burning up in there, but we're just like giggling, we're like. <laughs> And then she calls back. She's like, where are you? We're like, yeah, we're just finishing our burger. We're on our way back. And then we jam the shit under the seats. And <laughs> and uh, we get back up there, and they're all waiting outside for us. And we get out of the car, and I hand her the keys. And she's like, you fucking asshole. And they get in the car, and as they're driving away, one of the girls rolls down the window, and she's like, and it smells like shit in here. <laughs> I was like... And then three days later, my boy called me and left a message. It was like, hey, uh, dude, um... Shelby's dad found out what you put in the car and he's pissed and he's a cop and you need to call him. And I just never give him a shout. But I called her like a year ago to make amends. Nice. And I was like, hey, like she's, she was super nice about it. I was like, hey, I'm really sorry I did that. And this is really funny. She was like, wait, so I don't remember you doing that. Are you the guy who like put shit all over the side of my house? And You're I was like, like no, no. <laughs> and then I was like, did you get hit like with two poops? poops? And yeah. Wow. It was a totally different poop story. Shitty person. <laughs> <laughs> She's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> but just uh, Maybe she was dating guys with some psycho buddies. You pooped on my house. No, I was the car. Uh, no, I just did the car. No, 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 no. Um, you made me, I told the story, but it's a good one, where uh, me and my buddies were drinking around a campfire, and 
one of my other homies gave me he said he's a fisherman he goes y'all you want some fish and i was like yeah dude this fool gives me like a, a two and a half foot three foot yellowtail not filleted not just a whole frozen fish i was just like what the fuck am i gonna do with the frozen fish so i put it in my garage refrigerator at that house and it stayed in the garage refrigerator for like a long time six months a year i don't know so now cut to my buddies drinking around a campfire we're fucked up i was like hey i got a dead fish like let's go put it in a car and then we're just hammered walking the neighborhood with a giant dead frozen (laughs) yellowtail fish yellowtail fucking tuna big fish imagine just seeing that if you're caught look at these motherfuckers (laughs) just pulling on every car door we walk by sometimes alarms are going off we still keep doing it didn't phase us went got to like the third block finally some poor unfortunate soul's car is unlocked and we put it in the back seat on the floor because i'm not a monster i don't want to get fish scales on the seat you know and then we put a little newspaper over it (laughs) and then we just shut i locked it so nobody else could break into their car and then we just left and still to this day I have no idea what he, poor human being just got into their car and was like, it smells like fish. And then had a giant three foot fish. Right. Like whole, like not filleted, nothing. That's insane. He just gave you the whole fish. Yeah, I know. I was like, fillet it next time, bro. I would have eaten it. You give it to me frozen whole. Just a whole dead animal carcass. Like I'm grateful, but no, thank you. Now you you bamboozled me, and, and now some poor bastard. But imagine you want being some that deer guy. meat just hands you a, a dead de- deer. Exactly. <laughs> you just got a fireman carry it. Uh, imagine being that person and getting in your car. Like they probably thought like it was like a, a threat. It's like nah, just drunk fucks, drunk idiot teenagers. Yeah, the husband like turns to his wife. He's like, "You been gambling again?" <laughs> She's like, "No, I haven't bet the horses in forever." He's like, "Well, there's a dead fish in the car, so how do you explain?" Well, that? somebody's trying to send us a message. <laughs> <laughs> you know, fucking... Yeah, you know what? We're just I'm sober now. Okay, we were crazy. We were, we were crazy. crazy. A lot of testosterone. Rawr. A lot of rawr. 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 anyways. Yeah, thank you so much for doing the pod. Those are some good poop stories, dude. Thank you, the man. Heating it up on the heater, fantastic, <laughs> fantastic. All credit to Christian. I'm sure he wants it. Great idea, dude. Nice, and <laughs> uh, fucking so happy to see you blowing up and and making making your own fire. Well, let's keep competing on Instagram okay. followers. I yeah, need to get on Howard Stern. Tweet at him. You'd be great on Howard Stern. I don't know him though. You'll, right. you'll get on there. You were, I got you, I got some viral videos. I got some more fart videos in the works. <laughs> uh, Let's go. Thank you. Um, like and subscribe my podcast, his podcast. Going deep with Chad and JT. Uh, on, Episode tomorrow with T Wallace. Have you had him on here? Yes. Yes. Nice guy. And uh, yeah, check his pod out. And thank you so much. I Thanks, love you guys. all. Peace. Hello, everybody. Comedy Showcase app. I'm wearing the same outfit as last week. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> everybody download it. Just download the app. Pay the money. Unless you're poor, then don't. That money goes to the comics on the app. They get paid. They get paid. They own it. They own it. They're poor. They're poor. They're poor. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Anyways, uh, if you like stand-up comic comedy and stand-up comics, download the app, Comedy Showcase app. The subscription goes to the comedians. And I already told you three times, they're poor. Anyways, I love you all. Please like and subscribe to Community Service Podcast. You are amazing. I appreciate you. Thumbs up. No thumbs down. If you're a thumbs down person, just move it along. Move it along. It's always one. (laughs) Thank you. Peace.